Welcome listeners. Welcome listeners. You're listening to Deeds in the Desert. The place where real estate investors tune in for the latest news and available investments at Ignite Funding. If you're on the hunt for a low effort, passive income stream, then turn up that volume and pull out the hammock as we get ready to feed you your weekly dose of real estate investing insights. Welcome back for another episode of Deeds in the Desert. Your host today, Izzy Irizari, but my co-host today, we have Misty Bethany, Chief Compliance Officer. No worries for the listeners out there. We won't be talking about compliance today. We're going to be talking about communications. Thanks for joining us today, Misty. Thanks for that lovely introduction. <laughs> no problem. We thought this episode would be really great for um, a lot of our client base out there and potential clients as well, so they understand on how we really communicate with our investors. And, um, but when we do communicate, you know, we make sure that there's a purpose and that sometimes we do see our clients get a little frustrated on how much communication they they can receive in a, in a potential day in a 24 hour period. So, um, we're just going to jump right into it. And the first um, type of communication we're going to go over is a communication you would receive from the loan processing department. So can you go over that um, for our listeners, Misty? Yeah. So from the time that you select a loan and um, receive your loan documents, there's a few few pieces of uh, information that's sent out to you or reminders, really. One may be if you are working with a custodian, you may receive a document that you need to sign in and above your loan documents. So definitely make sure you get to that as quickly as possible. That is the document that allows us to request the money from your custodian custodian to fund your investment. Then after that, we do send, and they're automated, they're daily reminders once you go on a loan about anything that may be outstanding. Basically, there's three pieces to any investment. That is your e-sign documents, your notarized SPOA, and then the funds for the investment. You said they're automated now, right? That's that's a recent change we made a a few months ago, right? That's right. Why Why did we make that change? Simply because of time. So especially when we're funding a lot of loans, we may not have had the time in the past to remind investors daily or or even every couple of days that they were missing documents. The detriment to that for an investor is that if they forget, they're not earning interest. So we did automate that so that they get a reminder on day one, day two, and day three. Is there a potential that an investor might receive that automated email even though they've either submitted their documents or sent their funds in? It's possible. We, As much as we try to stay on top of that in terms of being able to check your documents in in a relatively short period of time, meaning a few hours, there are times where it may take us up to a business day to get those documents checked in. If that's the case, then you may receive one communication above and beyond to say that there's something missing. If that's the case, feel free to reach out to us and ask. If you receive that communication a second time, definitely call us because that means that something something may have happened, right? Didn't yeah. come through correctly. Yeah, definitely reach out to us and um, just a quick little uh, excerpt into there. If you want to reach out to us, best way is just to um, via email. You can yes. reach out to us on uh, info at ignitefunding.com. Um, and that email does go out throughout the entire office. So Somebody will pick that up for you guys. Absolutely. 
So you're talking about the outstanding docs report. People are getting those emails and they're being placed on an investment. They're getting those emails. And then there's a potential that they're receiving emails from the client services department on a potential payoff. Let's say they already invested with us and now they're receiving information. Hey, would you like to go on this next investment? You had X amount payoff. What what are some additional other um, pieces of communication they might receive from the client services department? So an automated email that goes out to any time you have any kind of payment, whether it be an interest payment or a principal pay down or a payoff, an automated system goes out each night to kind of summarize those, those payments that were processed for that day. That is from our system. But in addition to that, client services, anytime a client has a payoff, will reach out with a separate email communication to let them know that there's a payoff that's been processed what available loans they may select from at that point for that payoff. And so sometimes clients are like, I just got this. I don't understand why I'm getting two. That's really why. We're just okay. also adding the available loans to that. Right. I think I think something that some of our investors do forget, you know, we we want their money invested just as much as they do. Right. Um, and I think it's important for them because, you know, every day that their funds are just sitting out there, it's it's interest lost at that point. And, you know, we're not just thinking about it from our standpoint, but we're thinking about it from the investor standpoint too. And I think the other thing that's helpful with us, you know, kind of over communicating on some of these topics is because there's so much noise out there. I, I, was, just, <laughs> I was just looking at my email inbox yesterday and I'm just like, why do I have so many emails in here? And I started looking, I was like, you know what? The, the marketer and me took over. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clear my inbox and I'm going to just see how many emails I receive in a day. And between the regular emails and the promotional marketing emails, I get about 72 emails yeah, a day. Easily. And it's so hard to keep track of those things. And the point of what I'm getting at is that when we send something, it's not just to send an email, you know, that's a good segue into my department. I went, I oversee the marketing here at Ignite and everything we send out is related to something that's very important. Whether that's a new episode of Deeds in the Desert, um, a new blog that relates to whether it's more for the savvier investor or the investor that's just getting started with us. We also have tons of YouTube videos. We have project updates, available loans, specific new loans, new borrowers. I mean, the list goes on. There's so much information to put out there. And half of it's educational, half of it's related to the investment side of things. So in in theory, you know, based on some of the emails you just said and the emails that I just talked about, there's a good chance somebody can get like eight to 10 emails from Ignite Funding in a single 24-hour period. Right. And I think it's just important to that. Not everything's like super um, like time sensitive, but some of our loans are for those that don't know that our loans sell out pretty quickly. But so if you see one of those loans or emails, you definitely want to get on that. And that's funny. You should mention that too, because yes, we do send out a lot of emails and a lot of our clients prefer that and respond to that exclusively. But when we do communicate, we also call and so there's going to be a mix there. So if you're somebody who looks at the email, but you still want that human interaction, you'll get that too from us. Yeah. I was really surprised when we did uh, the survey earlier this year, you know, right. we learned a lot about um, what our clients were asking for. And I was really shocked, you know, over 70% said they preferred email. I know. And then the rest were asking about text messages and phone calls, you know, and it's great that we're able to offer 
all three of those medians, I was just still shocked by, you know, people wanting emails, you know, even though we email a lot, they're like, I want those emails. I respond the most efficiently to those emails. So it's very, very important. Um, let's jump into another department, which is, let's say the accounting department, what are some emails that they may receive from accounting? Well, I think that's mostly going to be the automated payment disbursements. So that email, though, they would get those, the notification when a disbursement's been been paid out, correct? Yeah. And uh, that email usually describes, especially the clients that have um, a few accounts with us, it does break it down yeah, for, each, exactly. for each loan that they have. And it also breaks it down by account as well. Yes. Great. Yep. Let's go into defaults. Absolutely. <laughs> So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's that no, no word that a lot of investors don't like to hear, but I think it's, it's the time we truly shine as a company in terms of communicating. And we really do divulge everything we possibly can in terms of the information, the most up-to-date information we have in terms of a specific default. So Misty, what's the first communication somebody gets when a default occurs? So as soon as we are aware that a default has happened, that's typically because a borrower misses an interest payment. We send out a communication to all the investors that are on that loan, letting them know the information that we know at that time. And we do a pretty good job about fact-finding and getting all that information out very quickly within, within a day or two of that missed payment. Along with that, most of the time, it's a ballot communication because investors have a choice, right? They can begin the process of um, foreclosure by by filing a notice of default, or they can give the borrower additional time. So often that first communication is an update as to the status along with a ballot the client needs to make a choice with and sign. And then the communication just keeps going throughout that whole process up through foreclosure if that becomes necessary and, you know, until final resolution. One thing I noticed that your team has done a very good job with is that even if there's not an update, you guys are still saying that, you know, it's a big thing for people. Like I remember early on when we did have some defaults back in 17 and 18, it, it was more of like, we knew what was going on, but sometimes we weren't articulating that to the clients. And I think uh, yeah. recently it's been great. Even I know some people don't want to see it, but they're literally getting an email that says, you know, as of this day, there's no, been no change since the last update. Yeah. We learned a lot, like you said, from, you know, 2017, 2018. And so Investors sometimes believe that no news is means that Ignite has forgotten about it and is not working on resolving the default, which has never been the case. So by posting an update, and you see it, you know, all the mm-hmm. time because I'm sending it to you for the yep, website, yep. it'll say no update at this time. We want you to know that we've that's our way to let you know we're still working on that. We haven't forgotten about you. And investors have really responded to it well. Even though it's a frustrating time for for investors, just putting that update out there lets them know, okay, somebody thought about me and Mm -hmm. and my investment this month. I think the one thing they too that I think a lot of investors do appreciate along with what you just said is that they're getting to really see the ebbs and flows of what we deal with on right. the day, on the, on the day to day. You know, one Monday we come in and uh, Pat, who's our director of underwriting, be like, "Hey, we, it's under contract. We're getting it ready to go." And then the next week, what do we do? Hey, Pat, you have any defaults? It's out of contract. 
Okay, well, that was just seven days ago. That's the truth. That is literally the transparent truth of what we deal with when it comes to that. So in terms of communication, especially on a default, you know, we're going to be as very, we're going to be as transparent as possible. And as Misty alluded to, you know, we're going to make sure that you're updated, even if there's no updates at all. We're going to make sure you go over that. So at the same time, we don't want to pull on heartstrings too much and get get everybody excited or right. false expectations. So yes, in any given month, a property that's under default could go in and out of contract two or three times, but an investor may log in the next month and see that it says no update at this time. So they don't even necessarily know that. Mm-hmm. If we were to post an update every time something like that happens, there are cases where we could be posting an update multiple times a day. Yeah, that's true. I mean- from the morning until the end of the yeah. day, yeah, there's definitely a lot of moving parts in terms of that. Um, and last, I'm just going to go ahead and conclude conclude this episode because we could talk about communication. For, we could for, communicate uh, about yeah, communication? Yeah, basically. Uh, there, there's tons of other emails, though, that people will be getting um, in terms of the marketing side of things. And that's referring to our referral program. Um letting clients know, you know, did you enjoy the service you've received, asking for reviews, I mean, we do surveys, we do annual surveys, sometimes biannual surveys with our clients to know, get to know them a little bit better, whether they liking, what can we improve on? There, there really is. Um, there is one stat I wanted to share, you know, on the marketing side, it makes me proud as a marketer because we have such a very strong and engaging client base. But um, last year we sent out a total of just shy of 120,000 emails just on the just on the marketing side. So that's nothing to do with Misty's side of automation. There's That's nothing to do with any of her um, client services or loan processors individually emailing out. But the really cool thing is that I know we do a very good job communicating in the sense of educating our clients and educating potential clients because our unsubscribe rate is so astronomically low in terms of those 120,000 emails. So Either you're opening and you're just opening to open the email or you, you really are enjoying the content we're putting out there. So I really hope we continue that and we will continue to refine our communication. I think that's the one thing that we've done very well. We pivot very well. We deal with change very well here and we make sure that we're doing everything possible to convey a message to our clients that they need and want. So. Yeah. And you hit on something earlier, which is the surveys that we send out. Yeah. So please take time to complete those surveys when you see them from us because it really does help us to understand what you like and what you need more of and then in some cases less of yeah I mean I think that I think that's uh, pretty much a wrap for today's episode thanks again for joining us today misty my pleasure we'll catch you guys on the next one thanks for joining us this week on deeds in the desert where short-term investments meet long-term investors. We hope you enjoyed the content so much that you share it with all your friends. Who doesn't like learning about passive fixed income, right? Still hungry for more education? Visit our website at ignitefunding.com. Or if you're ready to take the leap and start investing, give us a call at 702-761-0000 and schedule a free investor consultation. 